Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number one of the Convos podcast, where we have conversations on a variety of subjects. I'm your host, Matt McNaughton, and I'm here with my good friend and somewhat part-time free intern co-host, Ben Beck. Ben, how are you doing today? Oh, not too bad. Waking up. So, Ben has started a new job where he works overnights. So we're recording this. He just woke up and it's the end of my day and I we both probably need coffee, so. Well, and I avoid coffee just for the sake of others. I don't know what to say to that. Well, when I drink coffee, I have much less control over all of the mess that is me. We're starting a podcast on conversations, and I'm already speechless. So we're well, off to, we're that's, off that's to a why, good start. <laughs> why you brought me along. So, okay. I think I may have started this podcast on accident. A couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, I don't know. what It's been a while. We did this thing for church, and I started getting text messages, messages and... They're saying, hey, can it was video Zoom calls that we recorded and posted online. And everybody said, hey, can you put this in podcast format? So I accidentally started a podcast unintentionally. So this is episode one, but it's like episode four. We're like doing things in Star Wars order here. I was just about to say that. Yeah. So we are very backwards, but we have a lot to talk about. And that's what this podcast is about is just having conversations on a variety of subjects there, there's so much to talk about in the world like we could pick a topic about anything and just chat about it um okay for so let's just start with just some easy small talk what book what books are you reading right now ben um I had started a little while ago, so I used to read through the Lord of the Rings trilogy, as well as The Hobbit and The Silmarillion, for you diehard Tolkien fans out there. By read, you mean watch the movies, right? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. uh, um, <laughs> but not that I don't enjoy those movies, but um, yeah, I would read those books probably, I would probably read through that whole sequence of of Silmarillion, Hobbit, and then the three Lord of the Rings books, basically on a yearly basis. It had been a long time since I've done that just because professional life, personal life, you know, you suddenly you're having to do lots of things. And anyway, all that being said, like a couple months ago, I picked up the Silmarillion again because it had been so long. So I read through the first section of that book, which it's, broken into five sections first of the, of the fellowship of the ring no the silmarillion is the is the is like the origin of the tolkien universe so the whole first section is actually really interesting and 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 uh it's called the uh Anuindale, which is the einar is the the creature like the godlike creatures of tolkien's universe but so this whole the whole creation story in the Silmarillion is that um, 
the, the creator made these beings that are singing and making music. And as music is being made, um, they're singing into form, like the earth and the water and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden there's these like trumpet sounds and like dissonant notes. And so there's like this tumult in the, in the earth. And that ends up being the voice of Melkor, who is the primary like source of evil. And um, Melkor ends up raising up who we know as Sauron. So like, there's some connections to if you know just the the lord of the rings universe but it's i don't know it's just such an interesting description maybe just because i'm a musician of of this idea of they're singing things into creation i am so so lost right now yeah (laughs) i i tried this is this is a confession. I, I I can't get into Tolkien reading. Tried. I even tried listening to it, and I just it's not it's not for me. Yeah, not well, for me. Matt, Matt, I'm 108 years old, so that language just speaks to my soul. Yeah, I it, it's just yeah. I tried. Like, give Maybe me Tolkien. Give again. me Nathaniel Hawthorne. Give me give me that old old the old English. Oh. Maybe that's a conversation for another time on ye old English and font sizes. I don't know. I'm currently reading two books. Well, I have a stack of books that I go back and forth on. But two books, one I'm listening to, we're going to count that as reading. I'm listening to a book um, on Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton by Ron Chernow. Great book. I'm like, it's like 38 hours long. It's ridiculously long. It's a big book, but I've, I read both his books on Washington, George Washington and Ulysses S. Grant. They were incredible. And this one's just as good. So is that the book that the musical is based on? I believe so. I believe so. Which you're a theater guy and I am not, but I am going to watch Hamilton when it's released on Disney plus, And then we're going to have to have a conversation about that too. Oh, definitely. Because I'll probably have no idea what's going on. And I may, I'm going to try to work through it just because of the cultural impact of Alexander Hamilton, the person in the Broadway show. But the book's been good, and it's been really neat to just look at the, um, the historical figure there. I've also started, for years now, I have people in my life who have been telling me to read Harry Potter. And it's not my genre. Not, not, not for me. But recently, I was on Twitter, perusing Twitter, which is not a good place to peruse in the first place, but saw someone I follow who during the stay at home order during COVID-19 said they started rereading Harry Potter for like the third or fourth time and mentioned how in the book series that you see just the transformation of the characters and, and the writing style, how it kind of starts as a children's book and it just matures. 
So that really piqued my interest just from the standpoint of a lengthy series. So as soon as our library opened back up, I picked up Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, I believe is what the first one's called. It's book one. Yes, no, you're correct. I'm about halfway through. I'm enjoying it so far. So we'll see. Haven't seen the movies. Maybe we'll have to have a conversation about that too. All right, so going back, going back to Alexander Hamilton, let me ask you this. If you could have one conversation, and this podcast is about conversations on a variety of subjects. If you can have a conversation with any historical figure outside of, outside of Jesus, okay? Any historical figure outside of Jesus about any subject, who would you talk to and what would the subject be? Napoleon. <laughs> I did not expect that. <laughs> I just, I'm not a huge history buff in general, neither like American history nor world history, but I would, I would want to ask him like, what were you thinking? Like, <laughs> I mean, I, your, I would approach it a little bit. Yeah, just like it's such. I just think it's so interesting, you know. His his. There's lots of people throughout history who have tried to, you know, take over and conquer and blah blah blah, and just like. You know, we we have this idea of Napoleon complex, like, that we take from. You know, I wonder about the validity of that. Like, you know, would he be offended or 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 impressed that his legacy was that now we sort of mock people by using his name. Um, you know, I just, and I just, again, I just don't know enough personally about some of the different campaigns that he ran. What, so, what, so the conversation has nothing to do with the violin aspect to Napoleon. There's, isn't there a violin connection, a musical connection to Napoleon? So I don't really know a lot about history and American <laughs> history and world history. Yeah, I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know. I'll have to um, Google it later. I think there yeah, is. There could be. Um, maybe that's what he was keeping his hand warm in his, his jacket so that his fingers didn't get too cold so he could yeah. still play or something. I thought that was to hold a ulcer in. Well, see, Matt, this is why I need to have a conversation with him. I have so many questions that I don't have answers to. I, I, I don't know if it would be Napoleon. I, that was unexpected. I think for me, it's going to be... I said not Jesus, but it would be hard. Well, I'll, get to, I'll get to talk to him later on. So... I think I'm going to go with, uh, I don't know. I've been reading a lot of history books. So I would, right now I'd like to talk to Alexander Hamilton. I got, I have questions um, or Washington, George Washington or Ulysses Grant. Lots of things to talk to him about. But I think I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go with 
I don't know. I, um, I asked the question and I've stumped myself on this question. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Ulysses S. Grant mainly because of what I mean, he was a, a general in the military and then transitioned to being president, even though he didn't want to be president. And he's leading a country that came out of civil war and he just, he kind of keeps things together and, uh, just his views on leadership and how he handled just difficult things. Plus he was most likely an alcoholic. So clearly he was trying to cope with all of that. But I think, I think I would go with Ulysses S. Grant mainly because my number one just isn't coming to my mind right now. Like who that person would be. Ah, I know who it is. Sorry. I've already Charles Spurgeon, Charles Spurgeon. Yeah. I'm like, man, like there's a, yeah. I want to ask Charles Spurgeon, who was a great preacher, why he didn't preach through books of the Bible. Like I want to, I want to know. He would just, do you know the answer to this? I don't, but I, I think part of the answer to that, you know, an interesting layer in this conversation is, do you get to pick, are you talking to them after their life is done? Or are you picking a part of their life? You know, are, are you picking young Charles Spurgeon or old Charles Spurgeon? Is that part of it? Or are you just assuming that when you talk to this person, they're in a place where they can speak into the entirety of their lives? Yeah, this is a conversation I have with Charles Spurgeon. If I can like tap into a different dimension and welcome him back into our day and age. Oh yeah. We're going weird. Well, weird. but like Matt, after, after that, he's then, lived, but if he's coming into our dimension, then you have to take the time to explain like, this is a microwave. Yeah. I would also talk to him about <laughs> a lot of the health concerns in his life and, and that it's okay to take a break every once in a while. Like, slow down like it's okay i think i'd also want to talk to martin luther um and just yeah i i have a lot just in a comment in his understanding of the gospel and and church not that i'm trying to start a reformation or anything um but just how he worked through work salvation and all of this just I want to have a conversation with him. Plus he was a very crude individual and the kindergarten boy inside of me, would just <laughs> really would enjoy laughing along with Martin Luther. So, well, that's like, you know, Mozart wrote a few songs that uh, the lyrics are very inappropriate, but they're in German. And so if you were just to listen to it, you're like, Oh, this is a nice Mozart song. And then you go look at what he's saying and you're like, Oh, this is a rap song. Okay. Oh, fascinating. I did not know this. Yeah. This dark CD side of Mozart. Well, I think at least a couple of the ones I can think off the top of my head, he was writing them for his cousin. Like, I think he was like writing a letter to his cousin. He's like, hey, I wrote you this song. And it's just like him being silly. But, um, oh. But it's Mozart. So it still sounds like Mozart. It's not like. You know, that, that's what makes it interesting. But 
I'll send you a link later, and you can. Okay. Uh, yeah. Your kindergarten I'm... boy will enjoy it. Okay. That's. <laughs> I couldn't tell you the last time I listened to Mozart, if I ever have. So this will be could be an introduction to Mozart. That's. I don't know if he would appreciate that. Well, he wrote it. I mean, I think that, again. I think that's 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 where having a conversation with a person from history it would you know i think sometimes we forget they're people we think of them as almost like characters in a story yeah. rather than people who have, you know complex lives and relationships and and senses of humor and you know interests this, outside of whatever they're known for that's so true because you look at any person in any course of history and yeah you're only looking at them through a a certain lens for what they're known for and you forget that maybe they had other interests way outside of nailing 95 thesis to a door or writing classical music, which wasn't, I guess, classical at the time, but. No, it was pop music. Pop music. Okay. So that's good to know. <laughs> I, that's a good perspective on just thinking back in history. Cause there's a lot of different characters that played a different role, different role. And I even just said characters. Cause that's how we, a lot of times we've just, we've seen their lives portrayed through entertainment. Well, I was going to say, this brings us full circle back to the idea of, of Hamilton, the musical, right? Like all of a sudden, all these historical American figures are now on stage singing and rapping through, you know, us obviously somewhat fictionalized, representation but still based somewhat in fact there's rapping in this in hamilton the uh, show yeah. i have a have lot to learned, learn you haven't looked, have you not heard like anything from it no no yeah, i just know no the, the first song i actually heard from hamilton was from um john krasinski's some good news oh yeah yeah what did a they couple, do do you remember? I have no idea. I, I haven't watched it yet. I so. have no idea. I was more fascinated by the girl watching all these people pop up on her Zoom channel, and she didn't seem too impressed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I... Yeah. I did recognize someone. That's about... I have no idea. Yeah. I mean... To be fair, it would be like, hey, look, these baseball players are about to have a round table conversation. And I would be like, oh, they throw the ball. Okay. Oh, see, this is, <laughs> this is, okay, so this is why conversation is important. There's things in life we disagree on, like Broadway and baseball. <laughs> okay, so we're that both. That sounds like an entirely different, different podcast. Yeah, that's your podcast, and <laughs> I'll be your part-time intern. <laughs> co-host on that podcast broadway and baseball with ben beck that is a tongue twister right there well it's also just you know alliterative and and anything alliterative is pleasing to the ear like convos well it would have to be like creative convos oh we can't change the name of the podcast already no we have to at least wait 10 episodes but Matt, we are, I just realized we are blessed both with alliterative names. Yeah. Huh. See? 
why conversations are important because you learn things about even good friends that you didn't know before. All right, so <laughs> both of us serve as elders of a church in Green Cove Springs, Florida. And uh, obviously we're going to talk a lot about Jesus. And if you're in Green Cove Springs and you're looking for a church, head over to the gracelifechurch.org. We'd love to have you. So if you can have not sponsored, not sponsored. Um, <laughs> if you could have one conversation with Jesus while you are in his ministry, so three years. So we're talking like after water turns to wine and before he's arrested. Okay. All right. You have one, one conversation with Jesus. What are you talking about? I, and this is like so highly specific, but I just think it's so interesting. When he heals the one blind man, fits in the mud, puts the mud on the guy's eyes, and the guy's like, I can see, but everything just looks like trees. And then he like does it again, and then the guy can see clearly. I've always wondered why it was a two-step process. I just wonder why you had to spit. Like, oh, oh, I think, I mean, that, admit, and again, I guess I'll end up coming up as part of the conversation, but in my mind, I'm like, he was so offensive about things when it came to Jewish cleanliness that like, that's the ultimate, like, oh. I'll show you what cleanliness is. Yeah. Yeah. So Jesus probably also, I don't, wasn't wearing a I don't, face yeah. mask. Well, and he also probably didn't have a camel back. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. But I've just, I've always, every time I come to that story, because other times you hear about healings, um, well, at least when you hear about healings from Jesus, it's usually immediate, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and that's like the one time where it's not that I can ever, it always sticks out to me. And again, I could be wrong. I haven't necessarily sat and, and scoped it all out, but because the only other thing I can think of off the top of my head that's even close to that is when the widow's son dies during Elijah's reign rain or whatever as a prophet and he has to like keep like breathing on him three times or seven times or whatever there's like a, a, a multiple things there it's not like he's just like boom you're resurrected but those are the only two stories i can think of of like miraculous here healings that like it's like they don't take on the first try and i just i've always been curious as to why that is hmm. do you think his disciples were like like Peter turns to John and is just like, bro, he just spit and then rubbed it in that dude's eyes. Oh, for sure. And then definitely in the background, like James or somebody is doing it to themselves. They're like, I got to oh, try tr this. Yeah. And Thomas is back there like, I don't believe you. No, y'all are <laughs> seeing things. He didn't really spit. <laughs> it was water. Just... Oh, okay. So I'm asking Jesus, this has really been something I've been thinking about last couple of weeks. You know, we're, I'm preaching through John right now on Sundays and I, I've really been just fascinated by the hum, the humanity of Jesus. Okay. Uh, I've just, 
obviously God is, Jesus is fully God, fully man. But I'm like really just fascinated by his humanity and that he was, he was human. I think we forget that sometimes. So like, you know, John 11, Jesus weeps when he loses his friend Lazarus. So we're seeing that. So I, I want to talk to Jesus. I, I think about that very, very broad subject of just how of, of his humanity, like what, what's his favorite food? What's what, what did he find I want to know what in? kind of bread he was going to turn those stones into. Mm. Well, I mean, he wasn't going to. He, he wasn't going to, yeah. But, like, if yeah. he were, like, was it pretzel bread? Because that's the best bread. Was it, like... It, if he goes to Chick-fil-A, is he a spicy chicken sandwich guy? Or is he a regular chicken sandwich guy? Matt, clearly the answer to that is the spicy chicken sandwich or any chicken sandwich at Popeye's is better. All right, that's the end of... I... <laughs> I've gone full circle on this. I can't, we can't even get into that conversation. That's for another episode down, down the line. So I, I think, yeah, there's, there's a lot I want to talk to Jesus about, obviously, like lots of questions, but that, that humanity side of, of him, especially as we read the Bible and just see how that's clearly evident that Jesus walked this earth you know, was he a snore? I'm also thinking of it like, like just what, I don't know. That's what I would, that's what I would talk to him about. Just the, the theological implications of it and just the, let's hang out around the fire with a cup of coffee and some, some snacks and let's just chat about well, like, who, why, when did Jesus decide to, you know, bring s'mores into existence? I don't know. Like, okay, so when Jesus turned, you know, multiplied the fish, was it fried fish? Blackened? What was his preference? Or did it, like, you know, turn into the person's favorite kind of fish, like whoever grabbed it, it was like, now it's salmon. Oh, a tilapia. That's what I'm going with. Oh, I don't like white fish. Yeah. So conversations is what this podcast is about. And we have multiple conversations with multiple people throughout the day. And you learn a lot about a person, the individual when you have a conversation with them. I think one of the things lacking in our society is people forget how to have a conversation and ask questions and get to know other people uh, outside of social media. So uh, both of us recently, I, I in the last couple of years and you've during all this, we've, we've kind of stepped away from, Facebook and because we're just, there's, there's just so much argumented arguments and people just disagreeing and not knowing how to disagree and have conversations well, yeah, it's not think even, through that. Right. 
Yeah, the problem isn't even that the people are disagreeing. It's that if you don't believe what I believe, you're an idiot and I'm not going to actually talk through it with you because I know I'm right. Yeah, and, and like you can have a, a healthy conversation about anything and yes, you may be on two different sides of the fence, but you can still leave the conversation as friends. Right, like I think we're an example of that. Clearly, I'm not in to Broadway. You're not into baseball, but we can still have well, conversations about it and and learn and ask questions and and. Well, I think the other side of that too is when you start to like. I've probably learned more about. Baseball and the sports world from taking an interest in, in having conversations with you about things that I otherwise I wouldn't pursue personally on my own. Uh, that's true. And like the same for me when it comes to music and your other interest and different things in your life. Normally that because it's so easy just to not care about what people are interested in. That's their interest. We'll just leave it at that. But good conversations happen when you ask questions and learn. And you don't realize the things that you can learn just from having conversations. I had no idea Mozart had like a backup career in a different world. Is this like when Garth Brooks like – changed his career path and <laughs> like had a different persona no it's more like oh man i'm trying to think of an example that's not totally inappropriate it's like when you find out like your favorite sunday comic writer also has drawn some inappropriate pictures oh okay it, yeah it's more that yikes see didn't know that about mozart I, I was going to say I'm more of a – I couldn't even think of another classical musician. Beethoven. Well, like I'm more of a Beethoven guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is Beethoven's 250th this year, I think. So. Uh, See, learn something new there. Yeah. So, no, I think you'd like Bach because Bach was writing music for the church every week. There's so much – that's why there's so much Bach music, organ music, because he was writing a new – series of, of of like choral preludes and and different things and they're all based off of like scripture um, i did not know that so right yeah i think you would if you were gonna have a conversation with a a, a composer i think you would like talking with him because he was that was a primary you know source of income primary uh place of employment for him was was church musician oh so and he did he did that weekly yeah, that's, um, because that's good that they always welcomed him back to church to play music. That is the how, extent of my <laughs> classical music is just how you can make puns out of them. So well, and we'll have to we'll have to do a pun special at some point. I think too. A good conversation includes puns. Well, just a good like human being. If you you know, that's true. That's true. So, 
Well, we're hoping to have lots of conversations over the next several weeks about a variety of subjects and different interests that we have, that I have, and in hopes that we learn something different with each episode, whether it's that Mozart had a different background to him than most people realize, or that maybe Jesus had a preference in the type of fish that he ate. Whatever it is, we want to help people just broaden their conversations with people and realize that you can have a conversation with someone and it be good and leave there being friends, even if you completely disagree. So hot topic conversation. I'm going to ask you a quick question. You get the answer. If you could talk about one thing right now, what would it be? Uh, what is your, how do you think to yourself? Me personally? Yeah. Yeah. You have to. You like have to explain this. Okay, so like when you're just like by yourself, whether you're you know working on something or you're getting ready to go to bed, or just when you're when you're thinking, what what manner do you think? Like I don't want to ask too many leading questions because I don't want to put an idea in your mind. And you're like, oh, I do that, and then I give you my answer, and you're like, okay, well, I don't do that, but I also don't do the other thing. I, so I play out scenarios in my head. That's how, that's how I think. So if, if I'm dealing with something, I'll play out all the different scenarios that could happen. And so I, do you, do you think it in like, like as a movie director or do you think of it like, like, do you, does, are you like having scenarios in your head with people and they're also responding and you're like thinking through their response? Oh yeah. First person. And then I'll, I'll respond to myself. And so are and, you thinking to yourself or are you thinking to other people? Does that make sense? No, it does not. Okay. So let me tell you what I do and then maybe this will make sense as to why I'm trying not to. So I think what I call it is a, a one-sided dialogue. So I think as myself to usually only one other person specifically, depending on what I'm thinking about. But it's not a dialogue in the sense of, I think through how the other person's gonna respond. It's not a conversation in that sense. It's just me kind of talking myself through something. And sometimes that audience is me talking to me, but most of the time it's not. Like if I'm talking to myself, I'm actually usually doing that aloud. Um, but like inside my brain, I usually am thinking like maybe I'm thinking to you if it's something to do with church or I might be thinking to like a colleague if it's something to do with like music. But, it, but I'm not like playing out like different conversations. I'm just like thinking and that audience helps me to refine my thoughts. If that makes sense. Yeah. So you think to yourself out loud. Yeah, if I need to talk to myself, if I'm like, hey, look, you can't do this. Like, I'll do what I just did literally aloud to myself. It may solidify that maybe we're all a little crazy. 
Well, I've, I've come to think over the last few years, I think it's just a uh, extension of my extreme extroversion that the thought of thinking just to myself feels like I'm totally by myself. Whereas if I think to somebody else, even if I'm by myself, it doesn't feel like I'm by myself. So I'll have com- probably the weirdest place where I have conversations in my head to other people. It usually happens while I'm preaching and something will trigger it, whether a wide variety of like someone's facial expression. And I'm like, are they confused? So I'm like talking to them in my head while I'm preaching. And then I, then I like realize what's happening and I have no idea what I've just said. And I'm hoping that I have not included everybody else in the conversation that I've had (laughs) with said person who I have no idea what they're thinking. So that's when I'm like, I think a lot while I'm preaching about, well, I guess how other people are responding to this conversation. It's really this monologue that I'm having in preaching. So wondering what they would ask back or what they would think if we were to have a conversation one-on-one with them. So, <laughs> so whether you're having a conversation in your head or in person, make it count and learn something and um, ask questions. So, I think that's going to end it for our first conversation. And um, I'm going to have to go and read up on Mozart because now I'm fascinated. And then uh, then I'll get back to you with what I've learned. So, uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Convos podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. If you've got a conversation suggestion, something that you want to talk about or hear talk about, just let us know by going to convospodcast.com. We'll see you next week as we continue having conversations on a variety of subjects.